And he's the figurehead for America. I think Michael Caine said Superman is how America sees itself. Batman is how the rest of the world sees America. Wow. And uh, great take by Michael Caine. Great take by Michael Michael Caine. I can't really do a Mike. I I I think I'm. I can't really do one. It's just like uh, Woody Allen did some great things for my life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what he did with his stepdaughter. (laughs) That was in the past. This is the future. Today, we are talking about goats of all superheroes. The Man of Steel himself. Man of Tomorrow, Man of Steel. I actually think Superman might be the most iconic fictional character of the last hundred years. Because if you think about it. Hard to beat that. Yeah, because he's the the most well-known. He was the first superhero, which I actually didn't even realize. I thought it was Will Eisner's spirit, but it is Superman. You think about, like, fictional characters of the last hundred years. Like, the phrase, it's my kryptonite. Everyone knows what that means. It's more iconic than Achilles' heel. It really is, especially in this country, because we're so reliant on uh, that's our culture. Yeah, you know, is it's film and TV. And I used to think of it like whenever I would try to, I would read a book about like capitalism, and they would be quoting stuff from like from American films or TV. It used to kind of would take me out of it until I realized that's our number one export. Right. And Superman is the poster boy for it. Totally, and he's the figurehead for America. I think Michael Caine said Superman is how America sees itself. Batman is how the rest of the world sees America. Wow. And uh, Great take by Michael Caine. Great take by Michael Michael Caine. I can't really do a Mike. I I can't really do one. It's just like uh, Woody Allen did some great things for my life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what he did with his stepdaughter. (laughs) That was in the past. This is the future. I've made three movies for Christopher Nolan. Two of them pretty good. Um, has he done more than three? Uh, let's was see. he in Interstellar? He, I don't think. Uh, I feel like he was in Interstellar. Prestige, Inception. Oh, he's done more than three. Yeah, he's done the, a lot. The, the Batman movies. The Batman at least movies. Five. Those are the three yeah, I was counting. Yeah, yeah. I saw Interstellar and I did not get it, and then everyone loved it. I hated Interstellar. You didn't like it? I, he he goes into the fourth dimension and ends up in a bookshelf. How's that a good movie? <laughs> How do you feel about Man of Steel? I. I think, some, I think it gets a lot more hate than it deserves. I agree. Yeah. There's some weird parts to it. There's, totally. When Jonathan Kent dies, he, that could have been d- d- done a little yeah, differently. Yeah, I can't help but laugh when Kevin Costner just puts his hand out <laughs> to, a, to a de-aged Henry Cavill, who's 17. And I, uh, Diane Lane, was she uh, Martha? Yeah, that's right. She was really good as Martha. And dude, Michael Michael Shannon? Oh, so perfect good. Zod. Perfect. He's a, who was originally Zod? Uh, Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp. He was he was a Terrence Stamp mm-hmm. level Superman. Just like, I will find him. I will find. Yeah, you're a pack of fools, <laughs> all of you fools. Um, he him and it's so funny the parallels between him, Terrence Stamp, Cavill, and and Reeve, right? Mm-hmm. Just like in perfect casting, both kind of got fucked out of uh, oh absolutely of a franchise. <laughs> um, even though like. They made it. They kind of wrote themselves into a corner where he had to snap Zod's neck at the end, which I know was the big controversial thing. But it was. It kind of made sense. Like even in this All Star Superman, which I think he's the dorkiest of Superman he ever was. In the long Halloween episode, we did a lot of Jimmy Stewart. He is Jimmy Stewart as Clark Kent in this. (laughs) Like this is like they brought back the bumbling Clark Kent persona thing for this comic. 
And it works. Totally. Um, It's so cartoony in so many points. Like it's, it's the only time I could ever actually believe that Clark Kent is not Superman. All-Star Superman with Grant Morrison. He's he's like a DC's Dan Slott. Yeah. And also, most of the time when I read DC comics, the first time I'm reading it, I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I got to read it like two or three more times. That's why I like this one. It's pretty intro. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's beginning and end. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's an else world, it's not subject to yes. canon. Oh, this is actually is for Doomed Planet. Mm-hmm. We get the origin in right. three pages. It's sort of a bookend, though. Uh-huh. Like um, Doomed uh, Planet, desperate scientists. They're putting him on the rocket, and it's Superman. But oh, it's also look at that artwork. Great, great, great. Just everything you need to know about him right here. It's kind of like if Tim Allen played Superman. It is. Uh, <laughs> and even in the movie, I kind of felt like it was Tim Allen playing Superman, which the movie was pretty faithful. I feel like this is his O face. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make, make that oh, face the next oh, oh, time. Yeah, just not even looking. <laughs> and I want to have my hands that way too. Like have her in a position and then just when I feel it coming, just play the John Williams theme. <laughs> And then just soak for the whole four minutes and 36 seconds. <laughs> like, if, this is happening. If we create a new sex position out of this podcast, yeah, I will die happy. It's the Kal-El. Um, so Superman, is, or there, there's a mission going to the sun right. to collect some sun stuff. It's, That's really all. There's, 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 there's going to be a lot of that in this book. There's, there's a lot of just like... This is happening because it's superhero stuff. They're going to collect some sun stuff in the sun, and uh, there's a science team, and the science team is uh, being infiltrated by a computer mm-hmm. that is a Lex Luthor spy. Right. Is this thing of a name? Uh, weird. Let's call him weird. Frumpy. We'll call him Frumpy. He's a Frumpy-looking <laughs> thing. He's got these things crawling out of his back. Um, I was going to call him Muffins. But muffins. I like, I like Muffins. Okay. Muffins Frumpy. We'll call him Muffins Frumpy. Yeah, he can have two names. Muffins Frumpy. Um, is like this is he's like a drone that Lex Luthor's controlling right. from his prison cell. Exactly. Lex is in prison. He's is he in he's prison he's yet? like on a work release, so like he's help. Right. He's supposed to be helping the government, but instead he's actually remotely trying yes. to kill Superman. Well, yeah, and so Superman flies to the sun, mm-hmm. which I guess he can do. He gets his powers from the sun, right? right? From the yellow sun. Yeah, exactly. And the red sun is the no no. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Um. And Red Son of Krypton is uh, Communism Superman. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. So okay. it's, 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 it's a double Red Sun. That it's, yes. It's a pod. It's Red Sun. Red Sun. Exactly. I it's see what there's a cooking light. Um, Superman uh, grabs this remote control robot um, on the on the sun, mm-hmm. and then he's doing. He's with Jimmy. Jimmy Olsen's or Jimmy's back at the Daily Planet. I always thought it was really funny, and I don't know if this was intentional, but I always thought it was really funny that um, Clark Kent works at the Daily Planet. Lois Lane, star journalist, um, and none of them in the media pick up that Clark Kent is Superman, right? And they're reporting on Superman all the time. I always wondered if that was like a critique of the media. Or yeah, or how Lex Luthor is supposed to be the smartest man in the world and has met Clark Kent multiple times. <laughs> there were so many times I read this the first time and I was like, oh, he knows. Yeah. But just doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> Whereas like Batman like figured it out immediately. He's like, it, 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 he goes, it's clearly that guy, right? I... You might be here. <laughs> he just took off his glasses. And also like there's a part in the book where like Superman is away for two months and Clark Kent is away for two months. <laughs> 
And, and they're just like, Kent, where the hell were you? He goes, I died indigestion. I died indigestion. I was under the same prison that Superman showed up at when Parasite brought it crumbling down. Um, so I think that's the big plot point that they're showing us. Luther double crosses right. the government mm-hmm. um, with mu- uh, frumpy muffins. Um, <laughs> he traps Superman to going into the sun uh-huh. and uh, because he wants... Lex's whole thing is Superman's getting all uh is staying the same age and Lex is getting older. Right. And Lex is like, I know what I'm gonna do. We're gonna kill the Superman. And his plan was to expose him to sun rays mm-hmm. that were gonna get into Superman's cells mm-hmm. that were gonna slowly uh uh kill Superman. Right. Essentially. That was the big plan. Mm-hmm. And it it's working. Yeah, it actually works. It works. <laughs> It's like one of those bad guy plays yeah. that's like, I felt like Plankton. I right. don't know. I didn't I think I'd ever get this far. <laughs> it's like that uh, The Simpsons episode when Sideshow Bob actually kills Barty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with my life? Yeah, that's uh, that's what Lex, Lex is at. Lex is at a state of content for mm-hmm. most of this book. Yeah. Um, Superman, very dorkily, finds out, oh, yeah, I'm dying. Back to his sex position. I'm going to up up and away. And the book ends with... Book, uh, book one ends with... He finally tells uh, Lois Lane that... Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So let's... Yeah. He finds out he's dying. Mm-hmm. We go... First thing he does is he finally tells Lois, and this mm-hmm. is where we have a lot of the bumbling, stumbling right. Clark stuff, where like he runs into that guy who like almost gets hit by a car or a mm-hmm. train, and like he's like he like he sees it about to happen, and then he shoves him, and then he's like, "Hey, lady, if your boyfriend wasn't so stupid, maybe you would never you'd have a better chance of getting laid or something." It wasn't right. anything as and she's like, "He's not my he's boyfriend." Not my boyfriend. He's like, "Oh, if it wasn't for you, Lois, my confidence would be on the ground." <laughs> um, and she tells him that he's dying. Mm-hmm. She, he tells her, "Lois, I'm Superman." And the first thing she goes is, "How long have you been lying to me?" <laughs> Big picture, Lois. You just found out he's Superman, and you're gonna be mad. Yeah. You were, it's your fault. Yeah. I think she's projecting because you're a shitty journalist. Terrible journalist. <laughs> You've been sleep. Is she? She's not sleeping with. Clark. I don't think they've ever slept together. Yeah. And is, is Superman a virgin? I, it, mm, I was getting vibes that they may have slept together before. Oh, yeah. Because we got confirmation that Cap was not a virgin. That he slept with that USO uh, person. Captain America has fucked at least one time. At least one time. And in this continuity, they say that Superman and Lois can't have kids because of their biology. But that becomes like a thing. Right. Um, And sometimes they can have kids, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they have kids, sometimes (laughs) maybe they don't. Sometimes this Superman comes, shoot right through her head. Is this Watto? (laughs) Could be. Clark, come, don't work on me, Jedi. Only artificial insemination. Yes, I think so. I think <laughs> Lois finds out he's Superman, and he brings her to his house, the Fortress of Solitude. He has a key. It's one key. You can It's not any key. It's like three million tons. You need Superman's strength to pick it up. You tricked me. How long you have you been lying me, to yeah. me? You know. Somehow you know. I get to have two slaves. <laughs> <laughs> we walked the desert for 40 years, Jedi. Yes. Mind tricks don't work on me. Yes, we're still in the desert. I set up shop right here. I go, yes, I set up shop. Yes, I escaped slavery. It was very profitable business. Yes, I escaped slavery. I shall open up my own slave shop. <laughs> this is the Watto podcast now. 
I want to do a story where Darth Vader comes back and kills Watto. I want to see him. that. Yeah. He was like a father to him. Yeah, that's why he would kill him. He was still a slave owner. <laughs> he was. I would suck. That's I don't know why part. I'm defending Watto. He's a terrible anti-Semitic. <laughs> he owns <stereotype>. slaves. <laughs> He's one of your people. That's that why you defend He's him. Uh, so what? He brings Lois back mm-hmm. to the fortress. Right. We see a bunch of Superman stuff. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Dorky stuff. Totally. Stuff that you never really see Superman doing. He's like, the job still continues, Lois. Right. I never think of, like, what does Superman do? And we see what he does. Yeah. This book shows Feel free Superman to swipe his... at any point, oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. My iPad, <laughs> Sukasa. Well, uh, thank you. Wow, a lot of hentai. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wanted you to swipe. I wanted you to see it. I drew this on myself. Right Wonder Woman and an octopus. <laughs> yeah, the robots are pretty cool. I yeah. like his Doom bots. But yeah, they, oh, I do. I like these. Are these, base, are these robots based off Brainiac? Um, that would make sense, wouldn't yeah. it? Because uh, it's kind of like an Ultron thing, uh, where if Ultron worked in a uh, superior right. Iron Man timeline, maybe this... Cause was Brainiac in this? No, but we saw the little city, and Brainiac shrunk them down, I think. I yeah. Think that was Brainiac. Yeah, so too. we got Kandor right here. Uh, yeah, Kandor. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, in Superman's Forbidden Room. Mm-hmm. I have one of those myself. We got a uh, uh, a life model decoy of Batman. I didn't notice that. <laughs> that's actually really weird. <laughs> Imagine. No wonder why Superman's the only one that can get in here. He has a bunch of sex dolls of everyone in his life. Hey Clark, this is uh, this is kind of weird. <laughs> this is coming from a guy in a bad costume. <laughs> yeah, he's got his little... Uh, who is this? This Big Hero 6? I have no idea what that is. He um, uh, has the, uh, the, the shuttle that we fake the moon landing on. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. Oh, yeah, why is there just a giant plane in here? Space shuttle. Um, yeah, Jimmy Olsen. Like, is that a penny with the Joker on it? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Good for one crime. <laughs> but that's actually amazing. That's really funny. And it says the bad penny. That's so funny. Wow, comics are really fun. Oh man, this is great. That's so cool. Um, who is this on the woman? subject? Of oh yeah, that's hentai. Lois. Yeah. Yeah, this is really hentai. So she's showering off the idea that she's she that she, Superman was right under her nose this right. entire time, um, which is probably a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of talking to two people here, right? Um, and it's kind of weird with Superman because it's not like Batman, where you can lean into the idea of. I guess it depends on who the writer is, but some people are like, "Well, Batman is the real one, and and the mask is Bruce Wayne." Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to tell because he's both. Yeah, he has he a is. duality of his personality where he is the son of Krypton, but like you said, John and Martha are so important to his farm boy mythos. Where right. he doesn't, you know, he always is caring. He's yeah. always putting another badge on his on his Boy Scout sack. Oh, totally. He never becomes Superman without the influence of Jonathan and Martha Kent. And there's a chapter yeah. about that. that yeah, yeah, to. yeah. And he's he's showing Lois his fortress, and then um, he's uh, giving her a birthday present. She looks into one yeah. of the rooms, and he's like, Lois, you yeah. must never go into that. Yeah. That's my other forbidden, forbidden room. Um, that one's really forbidden. Considering that he just showed her the sex dolls of Batman <laughs> yeah. and Jimmy Olsen. He's like, I, I, if I showed you that, you really don't want to know what I'm keeping from you. <laughs> Um, he has the Titanic for some reason. He restores it in his free time. Um, maybe he could have helped out those people who had the Logitech controller. But I guess this was before that happened, so I'm not really going to put that on Clark. I was, I was wondering if we're going to go there. <laughs> it was Lois is doing her Sex in the City journal. Dear Diary. Um, dear God. Dear God. It's me, Lois. Please. Um, how did I never see it? Uh, then she gets paranoid. She sort of talks herself into the fact that Superman is going to kill her. Right. Um, and then she grabs a gun and shoots him. 
uh, with kryptonite. With a kryptonite, which gun. would kill him. <laughs> would kill him. Right? Yeah, she shoots him with the kryptonite. This gun. is attempted murder. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's he's just like, hmm, good thing I just got a new power. And you knew that the whole time, right? He's like, oh, wow, I didn't, I guess the sun is killing me, but uh, I got some new cool powers yeah. from it. Whose voice do you hear when you read these books? Like, because I always Tim hear, Daly. I hear Tim Daly and Dana Delaney, who was uh, Lois Lane in the, uh, uh, in, in, in the, in the animated series, too. Yes, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. We, but he wasn't Superman in the Justice League. He wasn't, wasn't. that was George Newborn. But, See, uh, I never knew that. Yeah. Until he told me it was it's a good impression. So similar, yeah. yeah. Why? I guess he just was He's too busy, busy doing with... the Sopranos. So. He was, <laughs> Christopher, you're in the mafia. <laughs> so I guess Superman did go up against the mob. It's true, he wrote... it did not win. <laughs> he did not win. He wrote Cleaver. Superman wrote Cleaver. Um, it's called Kryptonite. It's this whole new thing I'm working on. It. Oh, that's a hell of a score. I got a whole truck of kryptonite. Here's the thing. It's got to be offloaded to Metropolis next week. <laughs> Phil Leotardo would be a good Superman villain. Spent 20 Leotardo years on Krypton in the Phantom Zone. <laughs> I wanted Superman's powers. I jerked off into the radiator. Um, <laughs> at the end, Lois and Superman. Superman, for her birthday, gives mm-hmm. Lois powers right. in addition to... Um, to stronger confidence at being a journalist, mm-hmm. that Superman was right under her nose this entire time. It's pretty tight to get Superman's powers for a, for a day, day. Yeah. and you can just do whatever you want with anything him. you want. You can do. You have Superman powers for a day. What would you do? What's the first thing you're doing? What I would do, huh? I would use the ice breath to adjust the temperature in my apartment so it's perfect. I thought you were going to say I would use them for evil. <laughs> I would. I would back get, at everyone who's ever wronged. Me. I would get the thermostat perfectly. <laughs> that's um. That's that's sad. <laughs> I, I created a supervillain in college. I wrote a screenplay about it. His name was slightly uncomfortable man. He had the ability to <laughs> just the thermostat five degrees down. Dude, that's a horrible power. That's so, like oh my god. That's... If you put a sweater on, you're too hot, and if you take it off, you're too cold. You could never fight a, you could never fight your foe. No, you'll never you'll never achieve homeostasis. <laughs> She's she went from thinking Superman was gonna kill her mm-hmm. to now drinking this mysterious liquid right. that he claims is gonna give her powers for a day, but she could just like clam up and be like, You could do whatever you want to me and it this is why you're a bad journalist. Grant Morrison, you're dirty. <laughs> That'd be a whole funny. That'd be a weird turn. Be like, you really are a star, Superman. You got away with this for years. <laughs> um, of course, it times out perfectly with a with a dinosaur tearing up Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Perfect opportunity for you to her, use her powers. Here. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it's like taking Adderall and have nothing to write. Is Metropolis supposed to be New York, or is Gotham supposed to be New York, or are they both New York? Uh, I guess it depends on what if there. I would say if there's a Superman Batman story, mm-hmm. it's very distinct. Right. Like Metropolis is sort of like a built up Kansas City almost. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and that's if Batman's in the story. Right. If not, then I feel like it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Then it's like then it's New York. Right. Um. But sometimes I feel like it's also Seattle. A lot of the time <laughs> when I read it, it feels like Seattle or DC. Uh huh. Uh, I feel like in Batman. Oh, DC! I like that. Yeah, I could see. I that. could see it as DC or like Jersey City mm-hmm. almost, and then you could still have it in the close Gotham proximity. Uh-huh. You know, like or it would make sense. I could just picture like Superman just bringing Batman back and forth, carrying him, and he's just like uppies, <laughs> uppies now. <laughs> 
He's like, oh, Bruce, time to get you to the cave and tuck you in before the macaroni gets upset. Um, I'm a big boy. I don't need big this. Big boy. Call in Dick. <laughs> Batman need Dick. <laughs> um, I've never heard of this crawl guy, um, but he says crawl will eat you. And I'm going to guess, uh, uh, no, you're not, uh, crawl. Uh, there's Superman and uh, uh, Lois. Is that Norm? That's Norm. <laughs> Norm on the sidelines of Metropolis. He's seen a lot, and he's going, uh, I'm going to guess uh, not. Uh, you're not going to eat this guy. Uh, uh, there's two of them. I've never even uh, seen her before. That's not even Supergirl. And we're also in issue three. <laughs> we're in issue three. That would be a... Um, I'm not reading All-Star Crawl. <laughs> I'm reading uh, All-Star Superman, Mr. Morrison. Um, Crawl is fucking things up. Uh, you got hairpiece over here. Um, who is kind of like he? He, I imagine, to be like uh, um, someone in Cheers. The guy who works at the Daily Planet who lights Clark's suit on fire at one point. Oh, oh, you, you think he's like, like Cliff he's like Cliff Cliff Clavin? Yeah. <laughs> um, who was in Empire Strikes Back? By the way, John Ratzenberger yeah. was in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, he? he was one of the Imperial officers. Really? Or uh, one of the rebels? Uh, one of the rebel officers in Echo Base that goes. <laughs> Your Highness, the shield doors must be closed. And he had such a Boston accent that they had to dub over his voice. Really? It's not his voice, but it's him in the, as, as the actor. As Ham. As, as Ham, <laughs> yeah. It's like a real James Earl Jones on top of a, uh, a hat on top of a hat on top of a ham situation. I don't get it. You uncultured swine! Lois has uh, some superpowers. She's getting her, her wheels, her screws tightened right. with crawl. Then uh, these two dudes show up from the... Who are these guys? Uh, I don't really know who they are. One's named Samson, one's named Atlas. I'm assuming they're somehow tied to Greek mythology. Superhero stuff. Yeah, and also just like... Because every Marvel character and DC character... Like, there's a Samson in Marvel. Yeah. There's a Samson in DC. There's a, there's there's a, a Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel in, D- in DC. There's a Captain Marvel in Marvel. In Marvel. Then there's a Marvel man who was an there's, indie character. That was based Mar-Vel. off Captain Marvel. There's Marvel. <laughs> There's so much. And then there's Thanos. And then there's Thanos. You ever read the one with Thanos and Dan? The Dan? Oh, man, it's a great one. We should, we should go over that. The, the, it's a the, comic where Thanos just decides to, every, on every year, he torments this guy, Dan, on his birthday. Wait, that sounds amazing. For 50 years of his what? life. <laughs> For no reason. Just, just fucked with him Dan? every year of his birthday. One year he doesn't come and he goes, well, I guess the curse was lifted. But Thanos just does it so he can fuck with him twice as much. The next oh, my year. God. He fucks with him every year of his life. And then he tries to kill himself and Thanos stops it because he's like, no. That's my job. Oh, my God. We never get an explanation why. He just does it because he fucks with Dan. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to get it for you. You're going to love it. Was that in the Marvel Unlimited app? Um, It's on the Marvel Unlimited app. I'll just check it out that way. It's a great one-shot. One-shots are great, One-shots are amazing, yeah. We'll put those on the Patreon when we do a Patreon. (laughs) One-shots. Absolutely. Just be us coming into a tissue. It's a (laughs) one-shot. Samson and Atlas show up to uh, because they want to have relations with Lois. Mm -hmm. Is that why they showed up? Essentially, yeah. Would they? uh, Well, uh, eventually we find out that they stole this necklace from a sphinx, and they need Superman's help to save it. But while they're there, they're like, "Wow." Uh, we've got a babe here who's got superpower. <laughs> They're basically like Wayne and Garth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a. Yeah. If you're reading this for the first time, read these guys in Wayne and Garth's voice. Yeah. Superman. All star. Party on. <laughs> so good. Um. And then they. 
was where did the lizard people come in? They're I don't know. They're, they, I think they're from the center of the earth. Yeah, were they in this book? Were they in this chapter? Or I this think, is when they when I think the, Superman makes peace with their dad. Or uh, was this the oh some dude from the future? Oh, this was it. This yeah, was, was yeah, the they, they, they stole the necklace and okay, then they're like, yeah. all right, Superman, the reason we came to your time yes. is we need your help solving right. this riddle. And he cha- yeah, and they did the riddle. Mm-hmm. He answered what, what was the riddle? The riddle was what it's basically what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. And then it what was the answer? He said they it? surrender. <laughs> That's <laughs> I don't know if I like that answer. I don't think why does he know that? <laughs> That's a weird thing. That's see, this justifies Batman's actions in Batman versus Superman. Can we also take a look at the Sphinx here, also making an O face? <laughs> and I uh, like his response: acceptable, <laughs> acceptable. That's every time I orgasm, acceptable. <laughs> like I'm being thrown off a cliff, being thrown off an orgasm cliff. Um, and then Superman gets challenged to an arm wrestle by Wayne and Garth here. <laughs> And whoever wins gets to have Lois's love. Right. And Lois is like, do I get a say in this? And they're like, quiet, woman. <laughs> and he, uh, he lays the smack down on both of them, obviously, because right. the book isn't called All-Star Samson and Atlas. <laughs> Superman. And Crawl. Uh, Atlas scores. I don't know. Sure, fine, whatever, Atlas. Good job. <laughs> the powers wear off, uh, but before they do, he gets to kiss her in space. He does. On the moon. Mm-hmm. He flies her to the moon. In other words. Also, and if you look really hard, actually, the type here says he used tongue. <laughs> <laughs> but not the one you're thinking of. Not the one from his mouth. And this tongue went right to the red sun. Um, her birthday gift is wearing off. Thank God she's with someone she trusts. Um, Superman is dying, he's, but he still has a lot of other Superman stuff to right. do. That's the gif, gist of pretty much what's happening in uh, this one, Superman 4. Uh, great Jimmy Olsen book. Jimmy Olsen. We get good old Jimmy. I love this Is this book. where he has the gravity gun? Yeah, so this is basically like it's what what life would be like if you were Superman's best friend. And the answer is pretty cool. Yeah, so, yeah, break it down for us. Tell yeah. me what's going on in this chapter. Yes. I knew you were going to like this I one. I love this one. <laughs> this is a great one. I read I, this one when I was uh, auditioning for that movie. This is this is my fa- this, my two favorite chapters in this are this one and chapter 10 when he's doing all his final missions. And, yes, and yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. That one gets me, I got choked up reading yeah, that the, one. The sequence with the person on the ledge, yeah, we'll yeah, get to yeah. that, but that's it's, yeah. it's really good. Yeah. But, Basically, this is because this story is such a love story to everything that makes Superman great. It is like, and it's not just Superman and Lois Lane that makes it makes it great. They picked uh, yeah. Luther as the villain, Perry White plays a big role, right? And Jimmy Olsen, his pal. So it's what is life like in the day of Jimmy Olsen? So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 get yeah. it to us, baby. So it's basically you know, I told you you're my Jimmy Olsen. Oh, uh, no, one. I'd love to be your Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen's the best, <laughs> the closest thing yeah. he has to a sidekick. Abs- really, absolutely. Like and. What I love about this story with Jimmy Olsen is there's a swagger and a confidence to Jimmy. Yeah, that's a good point. You never see that. Yeah, he's always like this total nebbish, like, uh, like oh, sh- I'm, I'm Superman's friend. <laughs> I- I'm so nervous. I could never win in a fight. And this guy's like, fuck yeah, I'm Superman's friend. I got game. Yeah. Like, he's dating beautiful women. He's a great writer. He's a great dresser. And at one point, he's like hey, helping out Leo Quintum, who's the scientist who accidentally killed Superman. But uh, how did he kill Superman? Well, he was the one who was like ha- was on the mission in. Uh, issue oh, right, 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 right. The 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 doing the sun stuff. Right. <laughs> and then so while Jimmy is filling in for Leo, they discover black kryptonite. 
Yes, right. Um, the one often most targeted by police. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. Uh, and they don't really address it in this book, but shout out to Grant Morrison for at least g- giving a name drop. It was what weird is- when the Metropolitan <laughs> PD did a stop and frisk with the kryptonites. It's just fucked up that there's a black Superman and his name is Steel. <laughs> we never address that. <laughs> what uh, What is black kryptonite? Black, so there are different variations of kryptonite. Yeah. like So there's the green one, that's the main variation. That's the one Clark can't be around. Right, and that can kill you. I don't totally know what all the other ones Red do. Red one is good for erectile dysfunction. That, yeah, I, 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 I have. <laughs> but but if... That's going to be our sponsor. When we do Blue Chew, it's going to be Blue Kryptonite. For 20% off your next erection, use promo code Black Kryptonite for a black dong inside of your white lady. <laughs> Blue Chew. We want to give you a black cock. <laughs> Where you get all the sponsors. Shout out to Blue Chew. Please give us money to make this podcast. Um, that's journalism, Perry. Uh, there's, they discover black kryptonite. We don't really know what it does, right. but, uh. Oh, wait, oh, so in this, it makes him the opposite of what he would normally do. So, whereas, like, Superman is wonderful and moral. Right. This makes him evil yes. and petty. And, yeah. and so he's basically, like, before, Superman's like, I will protect the Earth, because that's the right. moral code I learned. And then yeah. when he gets exposed to this form of kryptonite, he's like, fuck it, I am going to enslave the Earth, and I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's the cool Superman. That's the guy I know. <laughs> right. And while, is it, does he, where, did he get exposed to it while he was over here? They, they, the, yeah, so oh, I think did. they find the black kryptonite. Uh, oh, yeah, because yeah. he's talking in the black right. speech bubbles. <laughs> so, so basically they're like, okay, there are only three ways to take down Superman. One is through green kryptonite, which doesn't work anymore. One is sending him to the Phantom Zone, and you can never come back from that. And the other is they made a serum that can turn someone into Doomsday. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used that on a on Wayne Newton's face, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dated reference, but I don't know why that was the first one that came to mind. I like that. Um, <laughs> Shane. Uh, so We've also now referenced Wayne Newton on two <laughs> three podcasts. <laughs> Have we really? <laughs> Why is he in my brain so much? <laughs> oh, man. You read one book about Wayne Newton, and he's just there forever. Uh, okay, so what is going on? I really don't remember this Black Kryptonite chapter at all. Yeah, so he's ba- Superman's basically, he's turned into this petty bully. He's, like, just, like, throwing a lot of shit. He's causing a ruckus. And Jimmy comes in, and he injects himself with the serum and turns, turns himself into Doomsday. Oof, that's a rough-looking... Uh face he's got there oh i'm i'm into it i don't it just <laughs> triggers my tripophobia for some reason it's got i, I mean I, I so he, yeah. he knocks superman out until the effects of the kryptonite can wear off and uh and he saves the day but he can't tell anyone uh that, that it he, was yeah that was him as doomsday because of everything that the past doomsday did right last doomsday i uh, said a lot of racial slurs on stage at the laugh factory <laughs> in la <laughs> Uh, it was rough. It ruined Doomsday's whole legacy and everyone that ever worked on the show that Doomsday worked on. Um, but yeah, he's the. I, I do love the bookends. And Jimmy's telling the story in between getting laid, and his um his like she blinded me with science coat, and his bo- his Bill Nye the Science Guy uh bow tie that he definitely gets from a monthly subscription of bow ties. He gets they're like we send you six the, bow ties a the month. Bill Nye or the John Waters. Yeah, and yeah, and and his dickies. Like I've seen this Jimmy Olsen at like at, at Brooklyn Bowl before. <laughs> I've definitely seen this guy. He kind of looks like an anime final boss. He does. He's uh he he's a he frequents House of Yes. <laughs> Jimmy's uh, got a secret and uh, it's let's just say Superman's not his only pal here. 
Um, I like uh, I like this issue, uh, book five, because I never knew who Parasite was, mm-hmm. and I also like the dynamic of Lex and Clark. Absolutely, like Clark going into Lex has been sentenced to die. Mm-hmm. He's extremely content with death. Right. He's like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I'm going to the chair knowing Superman. Like Thanos and Endgame. Yeah, right. Well, I yeah, Thanos and Endgame and and Lex here are are interesting because Thanos and Endgame was like the Thanos we didn't really get to see in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Lex is wrong here, mm-hmm. and also Thanos was wrong in Endgame, just like Joker was wrong in Dark Knight. People right. are always like. These villains make a lot of sense. No, not really. Mm. Like, at the end of Dark Knight, the boats didn't blow up like Joker wanted. Right. And he had to go, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. The villains that make sense in, like, Marvel or DC, they always have to have them do something crazy or stupid. Yeah, like, like Killmonger. Like Killmonger, exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, this guy was in the right, so we're going to have him strangle an old woman. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really, uh, they wrote themselves in the corner of Civil War, mm-hmm. too, because, like, I, I learned that from Honest Trailers, too, so I, I want to give credit to them. They're the ones who called that they out. T- They're the ones who, like, said, like, there's too much nuance with the uh, the Marvel supervillains. Let's have them strangle an old woman. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, the but the way they, they handle it best with Civil War, just, like, was Iron Man just supposed to be cool with Winter Soldier killing his parents? Right. And was Captain America not going to defend his friend? Right. Uh, and this works here because it's very black and white. Mm-hmm. Like, Lex is so... He's cartoonishly evil. Yeah, and sometimes villains are great when they're cartoonishly evil. Yeah, like like uh, Green Goblin and uh, No Way Home. No like, Way Home, yeah. so good. I there's love, nothing sympathetic about him. He's just sitting there taking those punches to the face. <laughs> he's I love laughing. It at the end. He's like, "Do it again, <laughs> Spider Man." I love it. I'm hard right now. <laughs> Talk about No Face. <laughs> <laughs> the look of. They should have added in the. Um, I love the scene where Toby like grabs the glider from right. from uh, Tom Holland, but they should have added in the Bully McGuire music. The bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe it's just because there's so many Raimi movie memes, but the face he makes in that when he's holding the glider is just so funny. I've seen him make that face at paparazzi before, Tobey Maguire. It's so great. <laughs> who is who's your pick to be Lex Luthor? I would love to see Giancarlo Esposito be Lex Luthor, but yeah. I think he wants to play a good guy. Yeah, he, he and he's a little older. He's that's a little older. Yeah, that would be a great one. Uh, that's an excellent question. Who would be a great I think they Lex have Luthor. that guy. Who is the one who played the Beast in the X-Men prequels? Nicholas Holt? Yeah, I think he's playing Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't love that one. <laughs> what do you like? Uh, you want Jesse Eisenberg? I don't back. want to say it because he's he's a bad guy, but Kevin Spacey was really good as Lex <laughs> Luthor. He was great. He was kind of the perfect Luthor. The issue with Kevin Spacey was not his performance right. on screen. <laughs> it would be a problem if he's like, I'm a big fan of his personal work. And uh, Lex comes up with a machine that could recite what was the po- uh, tale of two cities? Uh, Moby Dick. Right, Moby Dick uh-huh. at a certain frequency where uh-huh. it drills into the ground, and that's why he's he could escape any time that he's wanted to, mm-hmm. and um, he's showing Clark around while all this is happening. Right, essentially just sort of telling him his master plan, being like, "If you could be Superman for a day, what would you do?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I would help people." And he's like, "Shut up, dickwad." <laughs> I love that he, he he's kind of like he sees a kin kinship with Clark because he's like, "Hey, we're both humans. We're both overshadowed by this guy." But he also he's like a, he's like an older frat brother to him. I feel like he tries to see kinship, and then he's like, "Damn it, Kent, you're yeah. a dork. You suck." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, um, 
He's like Bulldog and Frazier. God damn it, this sucks. <laughs> you're horrible. Oh, it's right here. Nerd. You're fine. you're fine, Ken. You're fine. You're good. You're good. You're good. The Moon and Knights. Uh, Freaking yeah, nerds. Nerd. <laughs> I am far better than you in every way. <laughs> the uh, the the Kryptonians that show up in this story later remind me of the Moon and Knights. Oh, they are. Oh. We'll save uh, the Moon and Night impressions we'll for them. save them for the, yeah, because they're very much Moon and Nights. Um, so he's walking him through prison. <laughs> I love that Lex is running on a treadmill with weights. Mm-hmm. It's just showing, like, how insecure he is that no matter what, he's never going to be a strong Superman. He does keep it tight, though. <laughs> I wish I looked like Lex Luthor. This is the only time <laughs> where you really see him keeping it tight. Yeah. He's, like, kind of built like Omni-Man. Yeah, he is built like and Omni-Man. It sho- and I think him keeping it tight shows you his insecurity to... Mm-hmm. Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, you can keep it as tight as you want to, yeah. dog. You're not getting through the Man of Steel. No. Um, and I love that he's on his deathbed and he still gets to run around <laughs> and keep it it's tight true. on a treadmill with weights. Let's give this guy weights because I guess he doesn't pose a danger to anyone other than Superman. Yeah, look at those shorts. Look at those shorts. Look at those shoulders. <laughs> God, he gets to work out and and look at. The, I love the Lex Luthor ass shot right here, <laughs> just showing. It's you know what this is called discipline. Do you think? Do you think Grant told Frank quietly the uh, the he artist who's crushing it in this book, killing by the way. it he with just, these Lex Luthor quads? He goes, all right, all right, Frank. I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to spend an entire issue drawing Lex's ass. We have to beef and, up. Yeah, Frank is like, what are you apologizing I, for? <laughs> what do you think I signed on? <laughs> what do you think I got into this? I'm not gonna do it quietly. <laughs> um. Uh, he's punching. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I so thought that was stupid. good. So Brett just gave me radio silence on a quietly pun, and then it works. <laughs> um, I'm on a five-second delay. <laughs> no one ever questions why Clark is so big. Mm-hmm. I guess just because he grew up on a farm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. He's just a big old farm head holding this bag, right? He looks exactly like Superman. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Clark has glasses. He's got glasses. Superman does not. I. You, you ever see Mystery Men? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah how yeah. they say that? The lucky kid. You go. He wears glasses. The superhero one doesn't. He takes them off and he transforms. That doesn't make any sense. He wouldn't be able to see. <laughs> R.I.P. Paul Rubens. Oh, dude, I know. Great, great. That's probably the only other thing he's known for. And um, the Thirty Rock episode. <laughs> oh my God! I forgot about that. Thank you for coming to this banquet in my honor. <laughs> God, I forgot about that in his baby hand. Oh, man. I should rewatch that. That's a great episode. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a miracle that show kept getting picked up. It's so weird. NBC 15 years ago was a much different time. It really was. That was like 2007. Mm, the 30 Rock community. Now what is it? Th- this is us? <laughs> that was a great reaction. I've never seen it. Because I don't like watching. It was actually pretty good. <laughs> I don't like watching TV. Yeah, I wanting to cry. I know, man. <laughs> like that's what I didn't. What kept me away from this book for so long was like people telling me like, "Oh man, it's gonna make you tear up," right. and they were right. Yeah. But like, it's different because it's not real. Yeah, because if you want to cry listening to Superman, you can just listen to Five for Fighting. <laughs> I, I can't stand. Or watch Superman fly. Returns. Oh. Just cried how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in prison. Mm-hmm. Lex is telling them his master plan here. Mm-hmm. And then um, they walk by Parasite. I don't know anything about Parasite yeah. outside of my knowledge from this book. He, yeah. I mean, basically what we see in the book is everything you need to know about Parasite. He absorbs life force. That's how he gets power. And he's obsessed right. with absorbing Superman. Can he abs- absorb Superman? I think it's like uh, eyes are bigger than the stomach kind of thing. So right. I don't think he can. There, and, and he's walking. For some reason, Lex is able to go on a walking tour of this prison. <laughs> 
with Clark Kent. Maybe it's because he's so rich he owns it. That is has to be why mm. why he's allowed to do this. Um, That's why he's like, uh, it cuts to him making dinner in the prison. Yeah, See, like dinner is always a big deal. Yeah, in the joint, yeah. We had uh, Parasite the bad guy. and uh, yeah, uh, He took mo- care of the steaks. <laughs> Personally, I thought he used too many onions in the tomato sauce. Uh, I felt he used too many onions, but it was still a very good sauce. They're they, they they're not doing a great job at running this prison. I'm just going to say it. They're doing a prisoner transfer of a guy who can absorb energy, and it looks like they're... They're transferring the same way you would a Christmas tree from Stu Leonard's. <laughs> with just bungee cables and uh, some a bed frame they had lying around with his sarlacc mouth. And you you could clearly tell this was this guy's idea. Because <laughs> this guy was not into it. He's like, it's like Frank, I, I don't think this is right. going to go. Just remember what I said. If Parasite gets loose, that's a Frank problem. That is not a problem for James. James has, what do we call it? Pension. Pension! Pension. James is not handling this bullshit. We are crushing the names in this, but we got Frank. Frank. We got Frank. Frank. We got James, and we got Muffin. Oh! Oh, his name's uh, Power. His name is Power. Oh, his name is Marlon. Marlon. I would not have pegged this guy to be a Marlon. He does not look like a Marlin. He's way more like a James. Why did they give him a name? Maybe that's not Marlin. Maybe maybe that's Marlin. Oh, yeah. That looks like a Marlin just moseying on through. Marlin just doesn't even work. He's just from a different book. And he's just crossing through panels, boys. I'm not in here because I got superpowers. I went on a date with a 12-year-old. Multiple dates, actually. Tried to marry her. Cross state lines and everything. They can let you do that in Metropolis. Wouldn't have let you wouldn't have crossed state lines if I knew that. They don't let you get away with that in Gotham. Came here because Batman extradited me. What was the alien's name again? Muffins. Uh, uh Frumpy Muffins. Frumpy Muffins. <laughs> That's him just looking suspiciously. Someone around here smells like Superman. That's my other power. I can smell Superman. Don't tell nobody though, because I'm what you call a pedophile. We like to keep to ourselves. Don't much like talking to nobody unless they're twelve. <laughs> they like Superman I'm not gonna tell them Don't wanna ruin their chances um, He just keeps getting more power Parasite Really acting like a parasite This dude's power. wearing What's he wearing on his head there? This, this <laughs> looks like one of those Like old Russian Like uh... <laughs> Yeah Or like he should be in Arkham He should This guy should be in Arkham He's with Cletus Cassidy Maybe he's got palsy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah he, he's he a, might not be able to help it his He's a like Yeah <laughs> Comrade, comrade, club, uh, club, club of comrade Palsy. Um, so the, the Clark runs toward Parasite after mm. par- after they throw tear gas, and I think this is when Luther's like, "That's tear gas, you idiot." <laughs> it's he's also coughing. like Parasite gains so much power because he's in Superman's presence, which is Clark Kent. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Luther still can't put two and two together. <laughs> oh, honestly, ow! You know what? I just put that together. That. That's why Superman ran away. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. That's why Parasite's like, wow, oh, so much power. Yeah, because he sees Superman. Wow. Okay, I'm giving Luther a pass on this chapter. <laughs> I just put that together. Luther's way smarter than I am. You know what? Fuck you. You don't get a pass, Elon Musk. Yeah. That's because that's basically who Luther is here. Oh, Marlon gets more time here. Marlon, <laughs> this dude's got a gun. Uh, yeah, he's back. Look at Marlon. Oh my God. Marlon's like, this one's for the Stevie Nicks concerts I'll never get to go to now. I've been keeping my hair like her since 1982. Um, he st- stops the gun. Um, he stops Luther from uh, getting uh, uh, shot. He stopped Parasite from parasiting. 
Um, we see he he lets the he uses his Superman heat vision to get the pipe out, so that stops the tear gas. Mm-hmm. How does Parasite get neutralized? Uh, he so gets frozen, I think. He, I think he gets too much of Superman's power, and then Luther shoots him. Oh, and then oh, I know what happens. What happens is like he's charging at them. And Clark says to Super to Luther, "Hey, look over there!" And he like steps down, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of <laughs> um, yeah. So he he does the look over there move. Exactly. And he gets out, explains his master plan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Luther, Luther, this is just his ethos of being like every chapter. Of this book is sort of like a spotlight on a character, right? Right. Um, and this one was Luther being like, even if they kill me. I'm still going to die after Superman because right. that bitch is going to die first. Exactly. Um, okay, so now what's going on at this point of the story? I don't remember this at all either. So this... this uh, I see crypto. This, this issue is one that takes us back in time to the day that Jonathan Kent died. Right. American He got shot by a bullet. Now John Kent is now died. When it, I forgot how he dies in he this. He dies of a heart attack. Uh, oh, right. This is, a, this is a beautiful story uh, because it's, yeah, it's the last days of Clark when he's visiting from college, seeing Jonathan Kent. And during this story, three Supermans from the future visit. Right, Christmas Carol style. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we get a uh, we get one Superman whose face is completely bandaged up, bandaged up, one who's kind of a version of Mister Mixiestipilk, like yes, yeah. yeah, 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 right. And then uh, one who's kind of like the leader. Yeah, he's the superest of all the men. Exactly. Um, I also <laughs> thought John was a big a dork as Superman was, and I thought that he had Superman symbols on his overalls, and was going to be like, "Wow, way to give it away." Um, I love crypto. I always love crypto's crypto great. mention. What is uh, crypto's official story? Did he come from Krypton too, or was he? Because uh, in Titans, yeah. he was a dog that got experimented on. I thought he came from Krypton too, but I, I honestly have not read up on my crypto as much as I should. No, and like the thing about Superman is like there's so many people that came from Krypton that every time there is, it kind of makes him a little less special. Yeah, we've like. got Supergirl, we've got yeah. Crypto, we've got Zod, we've got Zod's two buddies. Yeah, and then. They brought four friends. They bought four friends. <laughs> they and then brought it, two more they, they two who, who signed up. It's not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I promise the Phantom Bone. What's going on in this John Ken story? We're getting yes. the mythos of Super's mortality. Exactly. And we, we get the mythos of Super's mortality and also why Superman is the way he is. Because it's not because everyone thinks of when you think of the parents of Superman, you think of Jarrell. Right. But really, Jarrell was just the guy on the planet, and everyone knows him because Brando played him, but it's really right. the influence Jonathan On the planet of Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like your space dad. I don't know what's going on. Look how they massacred my boy. They sent him all the way to Kansas. I plotted it for New York City. Now he has to live in Kansas. <laughs> that is something I cannot. Not, sorry, I got. I will do that for 20 minutes. No, no, please. I, I will never stop. I, lo- I love hearing Brando. <laughs> But yeah, it's but Jorel, uh, Jorel is great, but it's Jonathan and Martha Kent. It's their influence that made him yes. who he is. Yeah, and and so like during this, basically, made, hopefully, he didn't make his haircut here. What the hell is going on here? He, That's this, some this is a, shit. this is the leader of the Superman that visit <laughs> who loves Macklemore. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm gonna go see Jonathan and Martha, but first they're gonna go thrift shopping. <laughs> <laughs> what what? Uh, so <laughs> this is Funeral of Smallville. Okay, so yeah, this is how this is John dying. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay, yeah. We got, we got some great shots of Superman playing fetch here with Crypto using a tree. It's probably really helpful for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing left in the Amazon because Crypto wanted a treat. 
Superman's with his college buddies. We don't hear much about these guys anymore. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, Pete Ross and Lana. Oh Lane. yeah, right, yeah. right, right. He was his old buddy before he was replaced by Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, what happens to Pete? He, uh, I don't know what happens in the main universe really. In Red Sun, Pete Ross has a very interesting storyline. What uh, we will have to do yeah. Red Sun when we circle when we run out of the main ten, <laughs> we'll circle back and do Red Sun. Uh, and Lana, yeah, I mean Lana, she always pops up. She becomes like a fashion model or something. She joined a sex cult very temporarily in you upstate re- New York, <laughs> along with um, what was the other one, Allison Mack? That's right. So basically, Superman meets these other three Supermen. And there's this giant monster called the Chronovore. He's attacking Smallville, and the three Superman that are visiting, they've been chasing him throughout the centuries. And he ended up at this time. They have to stop him. And Clark wants to help them. And they're like, no, Clark, you can't help. And he's like, why? And they're like, just listen to us. You can't help. And the reason why they don't want Clark to help is because at the moment when they're fighting the Chronovore, that's when Jonathan Kent dies. And because he's too busy fighting the Chronovore, he can't get to Jonathan Kenton. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Uber was really expensive, and his power was kind of running out here. The Chronovore is such. And a... They don't have lift. Is that the Chronovore right here? That's him, right? This is the Chronovore. It's yeah. So uh... very Cronenbergy. Uh, yeah, like it's. Oh man, is this the only time we really see it? I th- uh, no, I think we see it a couple see, more because it kind of looks like so. Uh, I can't even remember what the guy's name is. Solaris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Solaris. Solaris. Solaris, yeah. Sir Loris. That's how I'm going to remember him. While they're fighting, the bandaged man disappears, and he's talking to Jonathan Kent. And Jonathan Kent is pale, and he he knows something's off with him, and he knows his time is coming. And he's saying to the bandage man, he goes, the boy, as in Clark Kent, he goes, he's going to be okay, right? He goes, yeah, yeah, everything's going to work out. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. And so while Clark is fighting the Chronovore, he realized Jonathan Kent has a heart attack, didn't make it in time, and he's at the funeral. In fairness, what was going to happen if he made it in time? <laughs> he was probably going to give him a second heart attack flying him to a hospital. <laughs> True. I mean, he's, he's faster than a speeding bullet. But, but like, not everyone else is. Yeah, also, if a guy's getting a heart attack, I don't think he should be moving as fast as a speeding bullet. Not if you're going to college to be an EMT, which I don't think requires a degree there, Clarky Clark. Um, I would love to see Mark Wahlberg play Clark Kent. Dad's <laughs> having Clark. a heart attack, bro? That's like him being like, 9-11 would have gone down differently if I was on the plane. I'm sorry about Jonathan. Say hi to your mother for me. Say hi to your mother. I'm the fucking guy that does his job. He must be the other guy. Uh, bandage Superman takes off his bandages, and re- we realize it's main Superman right. this whole time. Exactly. He Why went was back he in wearing time. the band? Right. Yes. Because yes, this yes, is yes, uh, yes. this is a memory that he had. So apparently, he remembers when he was younger, there was a bandage Superman that came with them. And so, because he got bonked on the head right before he came and visited, <laughs> it's like my memories are a little scrambly from that time, Lois. But every time time travel gets involved, it's very, cool. it's very, yeah, it's just like uh, a wizard did it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Xena thing in The Simpsons. Remember when they're doing a. Uh, the episode where comic book guy wanted Xena in a Treehouse of Horror thing, and uh-huh. she's doing a, a Q&A at a Comic-Con, and the nerd was like, in one episode you had this, but then another episode had that. Why? And she goes, well, anytime something like that happens, the answer is, a wizard, a wizard did, did it. it. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen that, but that's fantastic. So good. It's such a great one. Uh, and then he gets the flower. I remember the kryptonite flower, because mm-hmm. um, it doesn't die. It lasts right. forever. And then he goes and drops it off at the grave, and, and I... Oh, I guess the mom scene must be in the next book, right? Where he sees Martha. Does he uh, see Martha? Does he, or is he talking to her? Yeah. He's oh talking yeah, you he saw her here. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and again, heart of Superman stuff right here, uh, because 
I never really put the the ethos of um, maybe because I'm just always focused on Superman, big, fast, and punchy. <laughs> but that's where he gets his heart from that's is from John and and Martha because Jarrell is always kind of portrayed as kind of a he's either a dick or a visionary, right? And, and I feel like most visionaries are dicks. That's why they're visionaries. That's true. No one ever says anything nice about Steve Jobs' parenting skills, but <laughs> man knew how to yell at people to make an iPhone. Mm-hmm. He didn't make it himself, but and, boy, he knew how to and scream. And Tim Cook knows how to fuck up those iPhones, so you get a new one every two every years. Every two years, baby. Thank God. Um, okay, that is the end of book six, mm-hmm. and then we're at seven. Yeah, seven and eight oh, are yeah. kind of like, they're the Bizarro chapter. Yeah, which, what I, happens in the Bizarro chapter? Yeah. It's not really important to the story. It's yeah. just kind of like a stop on the way. Right, like, they cut it, yeah, like... They cut it out of the movie, like it's. That's uh, right. It wasn't yeah, in the movie. It really is. It's. It's not. A, it, that's definitely the part where if you need to go to the bathroom, you go during the bizarro Ye- chapters. Yeah, I mean, I'm reading most of this book in the bathroom as is, so mm-hmm. that's going to the bathroom with me, regardless. <laughs> um, we get to our let's where we get to the the Kryptonians that mm-hmm. come. Well, what happens in the bizarro yeah bizarro? Chapters? Basically, Bizarros come to Earth. They're infecting people. Right. So Superman needs to move the Bizarro planet, which is cube shaped, right. away from the Earth. But in doing that, he gets stuck in the Bizarro planet, and he's surrounded by all these kind of idiotic Bizarros. But there's one guy there who is the one exception. He's basically a Bizarro <laughs> of the Bizarros. <laughs> this is very being John Malkovich. Bizarro, Bizarro. <laughs> It's my head, Bizarro. It's my head. That's such a great Malkovich. It's really good. No one does a no one does a John Malkovich. I, I think we need to do more John Malkovich. I don't enjoy being on Bizarro World. I'm better than everyone. I'm smarter than everyone. It like goes from John Malkovich to comic book guy. It's a little bit. And he gets out. How? 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 How does he get out of the bizarre world? This, this man? Man Explain to me, this man in the books you're reading, this is more important than medical school? It's a good Jackie Mason. Shout out, Shiva. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so basically, he teams with Zabaro. <laughs> Who's because he's a bizarro of bizarro, he's intelligent. He's a pizza. He's a pizza. Zabaro <laughs> builds him a rocket. And also Zabaro is apparently very good at poetry for reasons. <laughs> is Superman not? I <laughs> That's just the skill that transfers over after making three bizarros. Right. Go from Superman to Bizarro to Zabaro. And now he can write poetry. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, do not make a fourth one. He will be really good at making nuclear <laughs> weapons, and the fifth one will have zero impulse control. That's the amazing thing is Superman's like, Zabaro, you got to help me get out. And Zabaro's <laughs> like, but who would listen to my poetry? No one was listening in the first place, Zabaro. <laughs> they weren't eating your pizza. They weren't listening to your poetry. They closed down your Times Square location, Zabaro. You got to know when to call it quits. If you can't keep it open in Times Square, Zabaro, you're done. That was you're the done. pizza place, right, Zabaro? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, but yeah, Zabaro. I used puts to him steal in a, pizza from there all from the time. Zabaros? Yeah, when I was for coming up as a comic, you could just walk in, grab oh, two slices, and walk terrible out. Terrible pizza, makes sense. Terrible, but like of all the pizza places you could steal from, those guys you could steal from because they weren't New Yorkers <laughs> making the pizza. Exactly. There were some poor guys who came to this country on a boat that most people they swam over with didn't make it because they didn't know how to swim. Making terrible pizza, terrible pizza, and terrible decisions. Um, <laughs> he gets off the planet. How? How? 
So Zabaro makes a rocket. He gets in the rocket. Right. Uh, he gets help from Superman Bizarro to take off the rocket. And he blasts off into the sun as Zabaro waves and reads some poetry. And then, um, <laughs> God, the poetry thing is so great. Um, and that's the end, right? right? That's when we get the, um, I, what are the Kryptonians' names? I've, uh, uh Barrel and, yeah. uh, Lila? Lila. Lila. I know Lila something. Um, they come in and they are the Moonanites. They are the Moonanites and they are astronauts mm-hmm. from the planet Krypton, mm-hmm. um, who followed, uh, Kalel's flight path right. to Earth, mm-hmm. and um, they were in rockets or something when Krypton exploded right. or some shit. They were so on they, like a mission. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. they came back and they're like, "Our house ain't here anymore. We have mm-hmm. to find a new home." And they find Earth and they try to colonize Earth. Mm-hmm. Essentially, exactly. That's basically what happened that's, in that yeah. chapter. That's and they're like, they're kind of like, "All right, we're better than everyone on Earth." They're very superior. They are Moonanites. Yeah. They are like, why well, we have we will not hang around with these apes, Kalel. <laughs> these idiots. <laughs> we are, we are better than them. <laughs> and while this is a problem because Clark's time is running out, mm-hmm. and he's like, I have to return this micro city. Right. I found this planet that's suitable for them. It's gonna take me. Even if I was feeling okay, mm-hmm. it would take me like two weeks to fly there. Right. But because I'm sick. And this thing is expediting. It's going to take me a long time. Um, so, and Lois is like, "You're not going to die." And Clark is like, "I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to come back." Yeah. Um, and and she's like, "You'll be fine, Superman." And then uh, when while he's away, the Moonanites take over Metropolis right. and they just move into Superman's home, mm-hmm. which is a ballsy move, man. Totally. Like what? I I guess they don't really go into it, but like. They're astronauts, not rocket scientists. They didn't build a rocket. They just fly it. Right. Um, but probably not a good idea to take the house and tear down the statue of the guy who was the only other living survivor from your home planet who gets their powers the same way you It wasn't do. even a statue of him. It was a statue of, of Jarrell his, of and his, Lana. Yeah, yeah. Like, fucked, man. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and But their problem is, is they flew through the flight path. Mm-hmm. So they flew through a bunch of kryptonite. Exactly. And they, they're they dying, essentially. Yeah. And he... Their blood is actually... The minerals in their body are turning cri- into kryptonite. It, yeah. I imagine yeah. it to feel like fiberglass. You ever get, yeah. like, fiberglass oh, in your yeah. body? No, totally. I saw this video of when I was reading this of a guy. Uh, he jumped into a pile of fiberglass face first. I don't know why he did that. He probably died. Was he on, like, PCP or something? No, he was just, like, goofing around in Florida. <sighs> Um, Florida, we love it. And uh, that's what I imagine these guys were going through here, mm-hmm. like when they were on their deathbeds. I could see that. And yeah. um, he sends them to the Phantom Zone. You're right. Because that's the only option he has to keep them alive. Mm-hmm. Lila loses her powers. Right. She goes blind. She goes blind. He loses his powers. They decide he heals them, or he, like he's like, I'll do something to. Because he's a scientist. He's a scientist, um, and, and he's a son of a scientist, mm-hmm. uh, and, and runs in his blood. And then they go, Wow, you're still. You're still a good guy after all this. You are my kin, Kalel. Um, and then sends he him to the Phantom Zone. He wins them over. Yeah. There's so many parts of this where I'm just like turning into Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh, okay, of course he fixed that. He's perfect. <laughs> um, and then we get to the last two books here, right. and this is this three is books actually, right? Three. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, ten uh, is that. 
10 is the book where he's doing like it's his like final week he's dying right and yeah he's doing okay yeah the, so yeah, what's yeah. going on here tell me what's happening in 10. so yeah so 10 is the one where he's like all right i know i'm dying uh i'm trying to fix things he actually ends up getting people from candor to go into his body to right. see if they can fix his body yes and they yes can. yeah that one i blocked that out for a reason yeah. that was weird <laughs> That was fun at first, and uh, understand why they cut that from the movie. Oh, absolutely! But there's one, there's one part that's amazing because he's he's doing all these things. He's stopping villains. He's helping people out. But there's like one time when he's flying around and he hears a therapist talking to a patient. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! This is great. This is like the boys did this, but like in reverse with in Homelander. <laughs> so they did. I didn't even think about what Homelander did. But. In that season three, I think the first episode mm-hmm. when he's when the woman is going to kill herself yeah. and he's just like, do it. And then he's like, no, you're going to do and it she, now. And she steps and off. She of doesn't. Well, he, she steps off the ledge. She goes, no, I, I don't want to do it. He goes, no, no, now you're going to do gonna it. You're going to do it, yeah. yeah. You're not going to make me look like an yeah, idiot. I am not a man like me. Can't yeah. afford to make me, make me look ridiculous. Make Vought look ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and this is... This is why I was like, we should read this this mm. book. So what happens here? Yeah, so what happens is Superman hears with his super hearing that a therapist is talking to his patient, and the therapist is stuck in traffic, and he's like, hey, wh- whatever you're doing, stay where you are. Don't do what you want to do. And Superman flies to the patient who's on a ledge. He's a teenager, and in, and he basically goes up to this kid and is like, hey, it's going to be okay. Like, you're a lot stronger than you think, and gives him a hug. And the kid steps down from the ledge, which is just so good because it's not like the kid jumped and Superman caught him, which he could have done. Right. He uses his humanity to talk yeah. to him and say, like, hey, we've all been there. We all feel these feelings. It's okay, but you are so much stronger than you realize. Like, just get off. It's why I think people relate to Superman on a human level considering how powerful he is because right. um, he – that the the he 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 might not always be there to catch you, but that mm-hmm. conversation you had with him on that ledge when you're at your lowest moment, right. that's always going to be there yeah. with you. And I don't think Batman could do that. I don't think he could either. Yeah. Batman would be there for you. The closest he could do is be there for you after you've splatted <laughs> and be like, "I'll wait here with yeah. you until your brain disconnects from the rest of your body." I'm gonna avenge you. You go. You know, I, it would have been nice if you stopped me. <laughs> I'm gonna start a war against gravity. <laughs> I'm going to Isaac Newton. <laughs> Where are the apples? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat up a ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. Can you pay for my funeral? My family's not doing well. Where's the clown? Where's Where's the ventriloquist with the evil dummy? This was his fault. <laughs> yeah, God, so good. Um, and uh, then after he's done doing all his Superman stuff, we get to he saves the person from killing himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God, because if this had happened a few weeks later, that person, <laughs> there would have been two people dead yeah. in this book. Um, Lex gets the chair. Mm-hmm. Is, I think that's what happens in 11, right? Yeah, so he basically, Clark the, Clark is, feels himself dying, and he publishes that publication at the end of 10. Yes. That says Superman's dead by yes, Clark Kent. Yes, right, yeah. Um, uh, Lex gets the chair and uh, the serum, mm-hmm. where, which gives him the 24-hour thing. Right. Um, and then he's working... In tandem with um, uh, uh, Solaris. Solaris. It's so forgettable. <laughs> Can we just call Solaris something else, too? Sir Loris. Sir Loris. And we're calling him Sir Loris. I'm calling him uh, uh, Sauron. Sauron, yes. He's yeah, working he's with Sauron. Sauron. Yeah. Um, the plan was to for Superman to be there when Lex was getting the electric chair. Mm-hmm. So 
he would learn that Lex now has the 24-hour superpower serum, and Lex always one step ahead of Superman makes a deal with Sauron <laughs> to uh, make the su- Sauron could turn the sun whatever color he wants to. So he chooses blue. He chooses blue. Well, doesn't he do red first? Oh, he does red first. He you're does right. red right. first right. because Superman can't fight him in the red exactly. sun. Um, and Lex is like, I have the advantage. And then Superman and all his Superman robots go fight the sun. Mm-hmm. With his uh, son eating uh, thing, right. he's got a pet that's this matter of this dark matter thing. Yeah, Audrey too. Audrey, um, <laughs> feed me. Uh, who ends up eating Sir Loris, uh, Sauron? But Sauron kills Audrey too, actually, and it pisses yes. off Superman. Yes, it pi- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Yes, and like yeah, that because it was his pet. That mm-hmm. was his little homie. Yeah, um, and then. Dadu, dadu. I was walking Shoop. down one the street oh, to Krypton one day. Dadu, Krypti, do explode, poo. Sha la 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 la. Total eclipse on Krypton. Oh, that was perfect. He beats the suddenly Krypton. Suddenly Clark Kent standing beside you. He took off his glasses. And he's Superman, but suddenly he, Clark Kent. Suddenly Clark Kent is dead, same time as the soups. Which but nobody gets it. <laughs> Clark was my friend. <laughs> that was Jimmy Olsen singing Clark Kent. Suddenly Seymour. Um, crux of the story: We get to the meat and potatoes here. Superman beats the shit out of the sun, mm-hmm. or Sir Loris. Um, then, Sauron, then he turns everything blue, mm-hmm. right? That's what happens there. Yeah. Then, uh, what happens with Lex and Superman? Yeah, so basically, Solaris betrayed Lex. Yes, and he did said, the double cross. Yeah, the did double the double cross, cross. double cross, double cross, double cross. <laughs> and a Zabaro classic, a double double cross, double double cross, a Zabaro classic. That's called a returned pizza. This is hurting my head. <laughs> John Malkovich on this podcast just to have him here and be uncomfortable the whole time. <laughs> I don't understand why what I'm doing on this podcast. The one thing they didn't answer, being John Malkovich is pain. <laughs> so much pain. This one guy has so much head tie, the Jew keeps sweating. <laughs> oh my god, this is great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Crux. Right. Solaris The sun is broken. Right. This is where we're getting to the right. point of the story. This is the sun is broken. Uh-huh. Uh, Sir Loris turned it blue. <laughs> and it's Sir like Lawrence. fun dip. <laughs> he turned it blue. You ever eat like a lot of fun dip uh-huh. and it turns your mouth blue? Absolutely. That's what he did to the sun. I wasn't having sex in high school. So that's, that's how I'd spend my nights. Fun dip and crying. Just in high school. <laughs> They had fun dip in Montreal, and I treated myself to it. Oh, yeah? It was really great. Oh, yeah. that sounds great. If we could find something to take to Ninja Turtles. Ooh, that'd wow, be that fun. was a sentence I knew I was going to say out loud as an adult. <laughs> I knew that was always that was always going to be part of the case. I could go for some nerds rope. Dude, I would love some nerds Let, rope. We'll get some nerds rope. So, we'll yeah. go to the candy shop. Ooh. Sun is blue, Sun is blue. and um, everything is, uh, this is bad for the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is Superman's mm-hmm. final act, essentially, mm-hmm. right? right. 
I mean, it's like the Matrix. Does he die? Yeah, it's 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 interesting. So basically, everyone at the Daily Planet is like, "Hey, Lex, Solaris betrayed you. Turn the sun blue." And Lex is like, "No, he didn't." And so then Superman kind of springs to life. He starts fighting Lex, and he does this cool thing where he beats him with his intelligence. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, and he gives. It makes for a really great uh, Lex. Uh, turnaround, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, uh, his last words in this book were the first words in the book, the doomed planet, yes. beloved scientist, yeah. and the guy's like, Lex, I know all this already. Why yeah. are you telling me this? Um, and Superman's last thing is, like, he's going to fix the sun. Mm-hmm. And um, somehow... How does he beat Lex again? I don't remember. Oh, I, it was the gravity gun. Oh, shoots him with the gravity right. gun. And it it does it, it doesn't do much to Lex at first, but it expedites the twenty four hour serum yeah. thing, um, because <laughs> there's the thing they did it in the movie, and it was like exactly how I read it in the panel. Where why I say this is such a great book because it's so cartoony. Where uh, like Le- Clark like folds over the desk and like he's gonna die. He right. does die mm-hmm. essentially. His heart stops breathing, and then Lex comes in and he's like, "What what are you trying to distract me with?" And he's like, "So I could get to this gravity mm-hmm. gun." Shoots him, expedites it. Lex loses the powers, defeats him, whatever. Right. Then Superman goes to the sun to fix it. Lex, when he had the powers, mm-hmm. figured out the codex. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're to assume that they are going to have, he's going to help uh, help Lois get pregnant, right, with the Codex. And that's why, and, and Superman is now living in the sun. In the sun, yeah. is that what that's supposed to be telling? I think me? so. I think it's basically like the sun is being destroyed, so Superman's dying, and, and in his final act, yeah, he goes into the sun, and he's like, you see him in there, yeah, in like, that, and that, like the George Washington pose, right, right, yeah. like fixing it. So I think he's become like a being of pure energy at this point. So he's not really dead, but for all intents and purposes, he kind of, like, yeah. he doesn't get to live his happy ending with Lois Lane. If they were to continue this story in, like, a Last Ronin Part 2-esque thing, then it would be a Superboy story, right. not as good as the first one. So yes. this kind of works as just the, the one big book it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really just beginning, middle to end, perfect Superman story. I agree, and it's... It's a Death of Superman story. Yes! That's so much better than the That's, Death of Superman from the 90s. You gave me that, yeah. I I was thinking that earlier because the Death of Superman story kind of ruined comics for a while. Yeah. Uh, in a way that this one emboldens it. Like, you can tell wow. this story so what many different take. ways. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and because it doesn't, it makes it stronger. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take away from death. Like, comics death are, I'm not upset when they bring characters back because it's comics. Mm-hmm. That's what those things are there There's for. one rule. The only guy who can stay dead is Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. <laughs> that is really the only rule. Yeah. Um, it was only one who could stay dead is Uncle Ben, Jason Todd, and Bucky, and then they brought back yeah, Jason Todd and Bucky. Yeah, they brought back, and, but yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, this, if you haven't read a Superman book, highly recommend also Absolutely. Superman. Do um, you have any other honorable mentions of Superman books to read before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, Red Sun obviously is Red fantastic. Sun, Kingdom Come. Kingdom I, Come, my God. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 a, that's a great ending, too. Yeah. Kingdom Come. That's a great ending for a beginning Mm-hmm. That's a that's that that's one. A good one. I, that was the first one I think I read as a kid because I was a kid when it came out. My dad was obsessed with Alex Ross and oh, yeah. the art on that. Understandably, just, oh the best. Alex Ross still gives me chills. He's he's the great, yeah, the greatest. The Marvel series that he did, where oh, it's like all the big Marvel man. events from the perspective of the photographer. Yes, yeah, so or the great. Writer. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, what other Superman stories? You have any? Great. Super- any any Superman media? The Superman media. The animated also. series. That's yeah, my oh, favorite. That's a, yeah, I love the animated that's a classic. series. Dana H- Delaney will always be Lois Lane. To yes. Me. Yeah. That's my still uh, uh, probably my first crush. Oh yeah. Dude. Is that Lois Lane? And you know who she originally was in the DC animated universe? Uh, the Phantasm. Oh really? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. That is the same voice, yeah. man. Jujitsu. Jujitsu. <laughs> God, so good. Another great secret identity. Thank you for being my oh, Jimmy absolutely. Olsen. Absolutely. I, I, I loved, I loved, was that Duffman at the end? Duffman! 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 That was, <laughs> there was a scene in um, Mask of Phantasm where she's like, what are you practicing? And he goes, Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, that's right. that's <laughs> Duffman practicing Duffman doing. it. Jiu-Jitsu! Jiu-Jitsu! Duffman is <laughs> <out>. only dying. <laughs> Duffman out. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you. Check out our other episodes. Bookending coming at you now. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's us. Thank you for listening to Secret Identity. Superman logos. You guys are the best. We're going to watch Ninja Turtles. They're coming to get us for being so criminally virgin. (laughs) I always related to Raphael. My shell!